not be explained. More than 100 of them. So there were very few conclusions reached in this report. The sightings date back two decades. An unclassified report will be released to Congress later this month. Cicada tacos at a Virginia restaurant were supposed to celebrate the critters that have come out of hibernation on the East Coast, but health officials ordered Cusina on market chef Tobias Padovano to find an approved source. Now he's importing them from Dubai. Do a quick little saute of the cicadas with some onions, garlic, and a little bit of serrano chili. S&P futures up 18. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Wendy's Frosty Chino is cold brew with Frosty Creamer. What does that mean? It means we took rich, smooth, cold brew and then added your choice of vanilla or chocolate Frosty Creamer. Can you say good morning? Or better yet, Wendy's Frosty Chino? It's cold brew with Frosty Creamer, it's only at Wendy's, and it's delicious. So ditch the stuffy coffee shop and say hasta la vista, barista. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Frosty Chino and start your morning right. At participating U.S. Wendy's. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Ready for an oil change? The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are here to help. We'll make sure you have all the supplies you need to make the job quick and easy. Right now, get five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for just $28.95. Plus, get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts special. New York City hoping for a boost in tourism from a new film. We cannot stop. This is all black. Lin-Manuel Miranda's new movie, In the Heights, debuts at the Tribeca Film Festival in New York City and on HBO Max next week. And when people see it, New York and Company, the city's tourism agency, hopes people will visit. Not just places like Times Square, but Uptown in Washington Heights. The campaign includes a new website and neighborhood guide and features tours around the musical, as well as other popular New York shows like Sex in the City and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Monica Ricks, CBS News, New York. A lawyer who represented O.J. Simpson at his murder trial has died. Having been at the scene, can you imagine that the perpetrator or perpetrators didn't get blood on their feet? Can you imagine that? F. Lee Bailey also defended Patty Hearst and the Boston Strangler. He was 87. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Heads up, America. This is Drew Berquist, former U.S. counterterrorism officer, fighting for your freedoms right here at home which is why you need to join Mammoth Nation. We are America's conservative discount club. Mammoth Nation was created by conservatives for conservatives of all ages. Now you have a safe place to shop that fights against the cancel culture. You get great deals on things like hotels, shopping, wireless, sporting goods, Patriot Gold, and a lot more. We just keep on growing. Cool thing is proceeds from your membership dues and purchases help to support conservative businesses. Mammoth Nation also supports conservative candidates, military, veterans, law enforcement, and our American way of life. Memberships start at just $19 a year. Go to mammothnation.com, and if you hurry, you'll get a 30% discount on a lifetime membership. It's time we all took a stand. Shop with companies that want to support America, not destroy it. That's mammothnation.com. Get on board and become a lifetime member today. Hey, it's Randy. We'll hear from Elio Castroneves, Michael Shank, Tommy James, and maybe even you. It's a monster show. That's AutoSmarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. The trained soldiers of the Army National Guard are a new generation of leaders called to serve and make a difference. Do you want to make a difference? During our Hiring Days event, May 10th to June 14th, we're hiring highly motivated candidates for part-time careers in the Army National Guard. You can work or attend college full-time while you earn a paycheck and great benefits. Learn more about serving part-time in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com slash hiringdays. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Let's be honest. The National Symphony may not be in his future, but he wanted to try violin. So you said yes because you love him. And if you love him that much, love him enough to make sure he's buckled up and in the back seat. Find out more about keeping your kids safe in your vehicle at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. 
Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice. We celebrate life. Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe. Uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress. 593-7393. That's 593-7393. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work-study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Your friends at Steak and Shake say cherish yesterday, live for today, and reach for tomorrow. While schooling may be over for the Federal Hocking High School class of 2021, your education continues. Graduation is a process that goes on until the last days of your life. Steak and Shake wishes you a future filled with exciting opportunity and adventure. Lancers, you've got what it takes. If you can imagine it, you can achieve it. Now go make a difference. I-N-E-P-T. Inept Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. Coach Turf getting ready to go back on the road to try Nitro Tech for another. That's right. We headed out to Nitro West Virginia, we're playing uh, TNT this week, and boy, howdy, I'm telling you, we got to get all the fans interested in making a road trip, because I guarantee any fans what goes to this ball game is going to have a blast. Coach, a little bit of an unusual practice session we visited yesterday, getting ready for the football game with TNT. Well, that's right. You know, this is what you call your brilliant stroke of genius on the part of the coaching staff here. You know, what we've done is we subjected all of our boys to all the firing and all the grenades and all them cannon launches out there at the ROTC firing range just so they get used to all the atmosphere, what goes on out at the TNT Stadium. What was the reaction of your players to that, uh, to that particular strategy? Well, we're all fired up. I, mean, I ain't never seen our boys fired up like they've been fired up for this ball game. You know, we done issued flak jackets to all the boys. We done issued bayonets to all the boys, and we done showed them John Wayne movies all last night. So you think your game preparation has the team ready to pick up their first win of the season this week? Well, that's right, and I am predicting that we are going to pick up our first victory of the season this week. We, I am looking for a fine ball game on offense, a fine ball game on defense, a fine ball game from our special team. So I think the fans, in addition to having a blast when they go to this ball game, are going to see a fine ball game. We'll get a scouting report on TNT right after we pause for this message. And uh, chocolate and infla- bacon-covered cicadas. Um, it only happens every 17 years, but they are a delight, and we want you to enjoy them, right? <clears throat> right. Well, Coach Turf, I know you had Coach Clark and Coach Lewis, your advanced scouting team, out looking at uh, TNT, and in addition to the uh, unusual circumstances surrounding their playing facilities, what have you been able to find out about their football team? Well, not only that, they got a pretty strange place to play, and uh, and uh, not only that, uh, it's it's got an unusual name. They, you know, it goes back to the, their coach, uh, Coach Credlow, Crosshair Credlow. You know, he was a, a bombardier on a B-17 back in WW2. You no, know, I didn't realize that. Well, yeah, you heard of it. It was in all the papers, WW2, and and he was a bombardier on a lot of them missions. And the captain of that plane that they was flying in was a feller named of uh, Dump. 
M.O. Dump, Captain Dump, and he was a real fond of that boy Credlow, and uh, when it come time for Coach Credlow to start coaching over the TNT, uh, Captain Dump decided to give all of his money so they could build a stadium over there, and they named it after him, so now they play in the M.O. Dump. Coach, we're running a little bit short on time, and we still haven't gotten a scouting report on what they like to do. Well, you know, you'd think a feller that uh, is, was a bombardier in the war and has a quarterback named Bombs Bennett would like to throw a lot of long passes, but no, he, they like to run their mind sweep left, mind sweep right, and uh, they use a running back named uh, Ricochet Russell. He bounces off all them tacklers. Sounds like a tough assignment for your defense, Coach. No big deal. Our boy's been bouncing off running backs for years now. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. on AM, 97.1 on FM. What a gorgeous day it looks like it's going to be. Beautiful sunshine here in our studios, or rather outside our studios. Presently 66 degrees, headed up to 83. Back looking ahead the next four or five days, it's all going to be in the 80s. Yeah, boy. Scott, I attended a meeting last night. It's kind of an unusual group, and um, it was a dinner meeting, right? Social stuff and all that. Um, what do you think they served? Um, probably not chocolate-covered bacon-flavored cicadas. Well, you're correct about that. <laughs> um, but it was something, um, you know, equally weird to the average person, and that is lobster, whole lobster. Oh. And oh, I don't know. I a lot of people like that. Oh, it has been some years since I've done that. Now, folks, I think if you've listened to my show over the years, you know I worked on a lobster boat one summer and um, up in Rockland, Maine. And I learned the lobster stuff um, through and through. The good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> and... Um, and the bait you use to capture them in their traps and everything. But uh, let me get into, let me try to avoid getting into that story. Um, but lobster was, um, you know, remarkable, and I've always liked it. But it still has been quite a few years since I've had a whole lobster, and it's a lot of work. I mean, you spend 45 minutes trying to crack this and crack that because it has that hard shell outside. And and get into the little nooks and crannies of its body. And there are parts that people, uh, some people don't like to eat certain parts of the lobster. Others like to eat every bit of it. Me, I guess I could leave the the gutsy stuff alone. But uh, the tail and the claws and all that sort of thing, wow. But, uh, you know, you wash your hands probably six times during the course of the dinner. (laughs) 
there's no way to avoid uh, making a mess. So how, how do you wash them? You, like you, right there at the table? You get, get up and go to go, the restroom okay. because you're so slobby with um, uh, wonderful juices. And, I mean, you know, they use a lot of butter when they cook yeah. those things. Oil, and, grease. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you need one of those. Uh, you look around the table and you see your friends with splotches of dripping all in, <laughs> on their cheeks and chins and <laughs> feel like little kids again don't you? Eating it away. really is kind of fun yeah sound like you need a big uh cylinder of those wet wipes there mm. or like a pack of well a, that would help a hundred of them <laughs> each yeah each setting yeah yeah i i haven't had lobster for a while but I, if I have it, I prefer it already cracked and opened. Well, like I mean, that, the, but. the the main two um, claws. And on a lobster, you have a crusher claw and a worker claw. And one's larger than the other. Generally the right one, like they're right-handed. Um, those are hard to crush. So... In the kitchens, they often will, I don't know, using a hammer or a nutcracker or something, uh, they'll crack those for you. But the rest of the stuff, you got to figure it out yourself. Yeah, you got to go in after it. But yeah, it's it's good. I mean, I I like uh, crab meat too. Oh, Stuffed mercy! Mushrooms, yes. oh, my. butter with butter all over it. Yeah, and they had all those sort of appetizery things and oh yeah it was ex excellent incidentally if you're wondering what i'm talking about it was the athens country club yeah i was gonna say do you want to reveal where it was and yeah. and was it tasty and alfonso chef alfonso um well about a month ago has joined the athens country club and um their food has always been good. It's a notch up now, for sure. You know, he's a master chef. There's 100 of those in the world. And there's other classifications. But anyway. Well, before you mentioned he was there, when I, uh, when I said, I presume it was tasty, and then you mentioned he was there, that answered that question. Oh, yes. So I'm thinking, whatever he makes is tasty mm -hmm. and of course many of you have known him from um <clears throat> oh what's that up in nelsonville hawking college no 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 um oh, yes but the rest uh yeah starts with our rhapsody thank you prevagen dave prevagen dave they, they've got good servings there too good food i've eaten there a few times well, today is National Donut Day. Speaking of food. Yes, and are you have something more to go there? No. Oh, just, just because it's... Yep, we ran into, ran into our Foodie Friday. And I don't know if it's next week or the week following, but we are going to have... Forgive me for not being able to think in advance their names, but the owners of the Four Mile Bakery, Four Mile Road Bakery, coming over from Jackson, Ohio, or thereabouts. And uh, it's an Amish bakery. It is extraordinary. And the, they're best known for their donuts. Those donuts, I'm sure he'll bring some along. But they could be used as crowns. That's how big they are. Like crowns, in it, like we were royalty, right? Yeah. Uh, and they have just tons of wonderful things. And uh, so they're going to be guests on our show sometime in the next two weeks. We do have a caller. Let's go to our phones now. Good morning. It's the man, gentlemen. Hey. How are you, J.W.? 
That's all I got to say, right? You know this man, don't you? How you doing? It's the voice, man. Hey, I got to tell you. So, uh, I mean, I wasn't going to talk about this, but uh, so uh, why do we say tons, Dave? What does that mean? Lots. Uh-huh. But you get if, some, it, if, if something I mean, is, a, of course, a ton. But is, it's not accurate. I know. A ton is 2,000 pounds. It's a bad phrase. But we say tons of flavor. Or Did, tons you of think fun. he's going to bring you two thousand pounds of donuts? Uh, no, sir. No. So anyway, just want to give a little English lesson there for you and Scott. Uh, stop saying tons. Anyway, here's what I call for. Well, it's it's ounces. Whatever. Right. It's pounds. It's pounds. We'll, we'll just... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> now, um, oh, two things. One, I'm sorry, a little late. I went out and washed my hands after. Uh, but. Um, why had you just eaten lobster? <laughs> well, let me tell you. Let me just tell you. Lobster is not this blind man's friend. Okay. I mean, it's like, oh my God. Well, it's. <laughs> I like the lobster tail. <laughs> I can do that, but. Jesus. No, I can't imagine trying to eat no, I have, lobster. No, I have blind. I have blind friends who love it and can do it well. You know, but well, what I mean is from, they have vision. If, if they're from Maine or whatever, you know, they do it well, but not me. Just want to let you know, but I love lobster tail when it's cooked right. Of course, but I'm not a big lobster fan. I'm more of a shrimp, bacon wrapped scallops. Are you getting hungry yet, Dave? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's coming. Yeah, but here's what I call you. You're talking about donuts. See, there's 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 method to my madness. Okay. I want to recommend to anybody here, Brennan's has the best cinnamon rolls I've ever eaten in my life. And I've eaten cinnamon rolls all over this country. So I just had one. I usually get one one a week. Can't I mean, you can't eat the whole thing. But that Jessica, wow. Okay, yeah. help me out. Where's Brennan's? You know, Brennan's right here on Court Street, right next to the, um, you know, right now for the bookstore here. You know, I'm asking you to describe it for everybody. Oh, yeah, just right on Court Street there, you know, in between the... Um, CVS and uh, basically the bookstore. Okay, I got it now. Used to it's be next amazing. to where the Wendy's used to be. Okay. It's amazing. Oh, my goodness. And there's cinnamon what? Cinnamon roll. Roll. Oh, she's got a coffee cake one. I, I, she's probably not listening, but today she outdid herself. I think she makes them like fresh every day. Mm-hmm. And I just happen to, you know, if you get in there, they open at 8. If you get to 8, 15, 8, 20. Now, if you get there after 9 or 10, they're going to be gone. But yes. I hear wow. this about so many bakeries. Those cinnamon rolls are amazing. Scott, have you ever had one? Yes, I have. They are amazing. Yes, they are. You concur. Oh, my goodness. Woo. I'm, so I'm glad it's National Donut Day. I want it to be Jessica Brennan's Cinnamon Roll Day. She should enter her cinnamon rolls in any sweet contest. We'll wow. work on this. We'll work on that. Yeah, so I, I just, that's what I was washing my hands afterwards because they're just, <laughs> oh, amazing. I don't want to pick up the phone and have cinnamon roll stuff all over it. You know? A certain then day I, of the week that they do it or every day? Every day. Okay. Yes, I'm every day. Sounds like I'm going to go But you got to get there early. So if you go in and you do tell them. Do they do it on JW, weekends too? Huh? Weekends as well? Yeah, every day. Go in there and okay, tell so them. Okay, so tomorrow JW morning I'm doing it. And say, Jessica, I've heard about these cinnamon rolls. I've. You've got to try one, Dave, and then you tell me what you think. Unbelievable. See? I love it. I don't have to talk about serious stuff all the time, Scott, you know? Sounds like tons of fun. Well, that, that sounds serious. Did you right say there? that, young man? <laughs> tons of fun. You're in rare spirit today, Dave. I like it. You're, you're on your A game today. Hey, when you're talking about cinnamon rolls, that is serious stuff. So, you Good know. point. Good point. <laughs> well, I used to be a McHappy's fan. That was my go-to, but I'm sorry, McHappy's. <laughs> Jessica has slapped you around and put Uh-oh. you in the out room. <laughs> mercy, mercy. <laughs> We're going to try it in the morning. Take care, brothers. Thank you. Thank I'll you. be over there in a little bit, so I'll yes. see you soon. I'll see you okay. soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. J.W. Smith checking in. Always a pleasure. He's coming in to record uh, um, morning devotions yeah. or something? Well, I think Sunday, maybe both. Okay. Sunday morning uh uh, sermon and also morning devotions for upcoming week. Two weeks, I think, away. Not next week, but the following week. Yeah, I still think he's tons of fun. Tons. Yes. 
No reference to anything else except fun. And, and not his weight or anything. Correct. Like that. That's right. Okay. So National Donut Day. National Safe Day. Now, are they talking about a piece of furniture, a safe? Or just be safe in all you do? You know, or like a, a gun safe where you lock these things up. Can you look it up? I'm doing that right now. Okay, because I see <clears throat> there's one reference down here in small print saying gun safety. National Safe Day. I think that may be on to something right there. Holds the power to prevent tragedy from ah, repeating itself. So we are talking about a piece gun of furniture. Safety. Well, gun safety, yeah. One in every three households in the U.S. has a gun stored somewhere inside. Mm-hmm. The Brooklyn May Moeller Foundation is committing, committed to ending senseless child deaths through education of responsible gun ownership and empowering parents to ask about guns where their children visit. Okay. Well, I I thought there might be a little more to it than just the obvious. Yep. National Cheese Day. Now, I'm a cheese guy. I love cheese. My wife, not so much. Uh, But I like to go to um, the farmer's market uh, every Saturday and buy cheese curds. Oh, I love them. And they generally won't make it till Monday. Um, you like cheese like that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I sometimes will get a blue cheese crumble mm-hmm. on a salad or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or the dressing itself. National Hug Your Cat <clears throat> Day. I do that. Uh, Brie, B-R-I-E, is our cat. And Brie must live outside except for the very coldest nights of the winter because uh, Hope and, and um, Foley, um, they, they don't mix very well. And we have a loft in our master bedroom. And up there is a library and all of that. So she crawls up the ladder and they can't get up to her and then they can coexist, right? <laughs> her, yeah, that's her safe zone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but she is so affectionate, and if we're outside, she crawls up in our laps and all of that. And we have a heated cat house on the deck outside for her. National Hug Your Cat Day. National Old Maids Day. I thought an old maid is not a very complimentary term. Now, am I missing something? Um, well, I, you know, I don't know. I guess it depends What's on... What's an old maid? ...the use of it. Well, according to this definition, it says it recognizes the women who never marry and remain childless, which oh, is that's... kind of sad. Hmm. I mean, unless it's by choice. Yeah. While the term may not seem to be flattering, well, yeah, less complimentary terms such as spinster have been used to describe single childless women for centuries. However, they celebrate old maids everywhere and their contributions to their families and their communities. National Clean Beauty Day. As opposed to a filthy beauty, I suppose. Yeah. I don't think I'll go any further on that one. All right. National Cognac Day. Well, it's been years since I've had a sip of cognac. But I do kind of think I remember it being tasty, like a nice, simple after-dinner It's a uh, drink. well-known variety of brandy. Named after the town of Cognac in France, in which it was produced. That region is also known for vineyards and producing wine. We're going to jump around here. Um, Let's do the uh, update on uh, the coronavirus stats. Um, As of yesterday, 
there have been 2 billion, 20 million world vaccinations. That's 25.9% of the world. Here in the U.S., 296,910,000. In the U.S., that represents 89.7% of our population. Here in Ohio, 5,335,000. That's 45.6% of our population. Here in Athens County, 26,592 vaccinations. That's 40.7. As I look at all the different figures, I'll just simply say, although it's probably too simple, I should give you better detail, but I won't. Uh, Things are calming down. And we're grateful for that. We'll just keep it short and sweet. For historical events in history, on this date of June 4th, come think of it, I think that's the first we've said that. I'll have to send a quick note to my first wife, Barb, tomorrow, saying happy anniversary. Married uh, 1970. Yeah, on June 5th. All right. Um, in 1760, the Great Upheaval, New England planters arrived to claim land in Nova Scotia, Canada, taken from the uh, Acadians. 1940, British complete the miracle of Dunkirk by evacuating some 338,000 Allied troops from France via a flotilla of over 800 vessels, including Royal Navy destroyers, merchant marine boats, fishing boats, pleasure craft, and even life. 1945, the United States, Soviet Union, Britain, and France all agreed to divide up occupied Germany. 1989, Eastern Europe's first partial free elections in 40 years were held in Poland. And out of that, the Solidarity Party comes to power. And the last one of these sort of things we have to mention is that in 1989, Tiananmen Square, right? The massacre there. Chinese troops clear the square of student protesters. Unofficial figures place the death toll near 1,000. Ohio drivers with no DUIs getting a payday on Friday. What's that all about? I have no idea. Is that one of those pop-up ads? I I don't know. Somewhere or something that was printed. But it's an interesting angle. Go to uh, comparisons.org and see if if there's any worthwhile reason to report this. Or if we're just being uh, tricked a little bit. Anyway, Ohio drivers with no DUIs getting a payday on Friday. Are they talking about today? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's one of those teasers. But I will look. I'm in the process of doing so now. Well, I mean... Let's see. I'll just enter that in. Listen, we've got, you know, a lottery for your vaccine. And there's all sorts of recent uh, marketing uh, 
things, pushes going on with promotions to, to act, ask people to do this or that with incentives. So why not? Ohio drivers that have no DUIs, why can't they too get a little kicker? That uh, apparently is referencing an insurance company. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Well, then it is uh, sort of a teaser. Yeah. Okay, famous birthdays. Alexei Navalny. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Forgive me, Alexei. But his last name is spelled N-A-V-A-L-N-Y. And today is his 45th birthday, and that name is not ringing any bells for me. Oh, it does me. He's a Russian opposition leader oh. against uh, President Vladimir Putin. Okay. And uh, he has organized anti-government demonstrations and running for office to advocate reforms against corruption in Russia and against President Vladimir Putin and his government. Now, he's a uh, graduate of Yale University. Oh. American educated. So, uh, but yet Russian, uh, what do you call it? National. National. Russian national, yes. He is a Russian lawyer. Okay, uh, George III, whose uh, birthday was, by these these first groups, if you listen to any length of time this first group are famous birthdays so george the third this would have been his birthday he was born in 1738 on this date he died in 1820 hmm there must be a few of the george of thirds because uh yeah okay there we go now i've got it was the king of great britain and ireland from october 1760 until the union of the two kingdoms on January 1st of 1801, after which he was the king of the UK of Great Britain and Ireland until his death in 1820. Okay. This is going to... We're going to break topic for a minute. Uh, But just thinking of what you were saying brought this to mind. Do you have a country (coughs) or a nation that you would just love to visit but never have had the opportunity? If I were going to pick one, I would say Sweden, Switzerland, and Italy for the Italian cuisine, Mm -hmm. real Italian cuisine. Fair enough. And France, I should say. I've said this before. You you just widened it out a big bunch. Yep. France to visit the shores of Normandy to honor those who paid the ultimate sacrifice there. That we live in a country that we do today, liberated and free because of their heroism. I, too, uh, have a number of them. But the ones that always rise to the top, Wales, Scotland, Ireland. Um, I have living family, albeit from my adopted family, um, who live there. And our professors and this and that and um, I just um, I'm intrigued with it. Wales, Ireland, Scotland. Oh well, let's move on. Um, let's see. We're still on um, famous birthdays. Angela Jolie. My, she's a pretty lady. Forty-sixth birthday today. Now, she's an actress, right? She is, yes. What what, what best known for? Oh, um, 
I think she was in the Adams family. I think she was Morticia in the movie The Adams Family. Okay. I think she is married to Brad Pitt. Okay. Or she was. I don't know. I can't keep track of them all. Yeah. But the, uh, the last of the famous birthdays, we'll just move on since it's not some major role, but um, that she held. Uh, Russell Brand, who's 48 today, and um, this doesn't mean anything to me. He is an English comedian, actor, radio host, writer, and activist. I guess it should mean something, and but I didn't. He was an MTV presenter. He was the host of Big Brother's Big Mouth and Big Brother Spinoff. Two deaths to mention. One <clears> is <throat> that of Reinhard, Reinhard Heydrich, H-E-Y-D-R-I-C-H. He died on this date in 1942. He had been born in 1904 and uh, appears to be part of the, uh, the um, German... Um, Third Reich. Yes. Yeah high-ranking German SS and police official during the Nazi era. He was another principal architect of the Holocaust. Wilhelm II died on this date in 1941, born in 1859. I'm going to guess he is another uh, German leader, former German emperor, I do believe he was. Yes, the last German emperor and king of Prussia from June of 1888 until his abdication in November of 1918. It is interesting how these reports often have Germans. Um, yeah. Kaiser Wilhelm. Okay. Let's see, we did this. Oh, incidentally, Angela Jolie was in uh, the movie Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I do believe. Okay. With, uh, I think she was in that movie with Brad Pitt. She was also in uh, Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. Some of those, uh, you know, I'm not a huge movie buff. like them. I watch them from a technical point of view because I studied cinema at UCLA and well anyway um, uh, let's see here what else do we have going on <clears throat> I did bring in some kind of like <clears throat> one liners that I thought Scott you would appreciate and um, I assume while you've been waiting here, you've um, thumbed through a few of those. Yeah, a couple of them. And um, let's see, what do we got? 15 minutes, 14 minutes left. The New York Times this morning, I guess we'll do a few serious things first. Um, David Leonard today has done a study or review or comparison, whatever you want to call it, saying that with popular softball tournament underway, we look at the differences between men's and women's college sports. The Women's College World Series, which began yesterday, is one of the most popular events in college sports. It is an eight-team softball tournament. Did I say eight-team? An eight-team. So eight programs participate. Softball tournament held every year in Oklahoma City. And the games frequently sell out. The television, the television audience, which is on ESPN, is substantial, too. In the most recent previous tournament, 1.8 million people watched the final game. That's substantially more 
than have watched recent champion games of college soccer, hockey, or lacrosse, regardless of whether it was a men's or women's team. The popularity of softball makes it a telling study in the different ways that the NCAA treats female and male athletes. In terms of fan interest, softball ranks near the top of college sports. It is well behind football and basketball, but ahead of almost every other sport. No, I agree with that. I thought something there didn't read right, but it was just me. Yet, <coughs> excuse me, the NCAA treats softball as a second-class second sport, uh, according to many of the athletes and coaches. The stadium that hosts the championship tournament has no showers, Players and coaches must instead shower at their hotels. Off days between games are rare, and some teams have to play twice on the same day, increasing the risk of injury, right? NCAA prefers the condensed schedule to hold down hotel and meal costs. Um... The men's version of the College World Series, which is also an eight-team baseball tournament, an eight-team, not teen, treats the players much better. Now, that's held in Omaha. They have off days, as well as a golf outing, a free massage day, and celebrity dinner for coaches, players, and dozens of guests. Now back to the women's program. The Oklahoma City Softball Stadium is also too small to hold all of the fans who would like to attend. And many games sell out quickly. It has the capacity of about 13,000. By the way, it was only recently expanded from 9,000. And you, then you compare that with the 24000 for the baseball stadium in Omaha. And uh, one coach said, I think it could easily get the 20000 just like the men have. We just don't get the chance. Well, gender equality in sports has been the subject of a growing debate in recent years, especially, or rather partly, because of protests from the U.S. women's soccer team over its treatment. The new attention on college sports was prompted by a video that Sedona Prince, a University of Oregon basketball star, posted on a social media in March, in that film, she contrasted the sprawling weight room for the men's tournament with a single small rack of weights for the women's. If you aren't upset about this problem, then you are a part of it, she said, focusing on her recovery from a life-threatening leg injury. Um, I see a caller trying to ring in. Uh, folks, this is a little bit lengthy, and I don't want you to feel badly having to wait, but I'm sorry. I, I need to finish this up. Anyway, let's see here. The video received tens of millions of views and led athletes, coaches, and parents in other sports to scrutinize other college tournaments. Alan Blinder, a Times sports reporter, told me it's an issue that has a wide that has wide resonance on social media, where student athletes can make their views and experiences known without as much interference from a university gatekeeper. 
Women's volleyball players, for example, documented that their practice court consisted of a mat atop a cement floor. Equity in sports can be a complicated topic because men's sports often draw larger crowds in television audiences. Officials who defend the differential treatment of female and male athletes as executives at U.S. Soccer have, cite the revenue differences. But the softball situation shows how incomplete these explanations are. The average television audience for the most recent softball World Series was 1.05 million watchers. Similar to that of the most recent College Baseball World Series, which was 1.13 million. Uh, I don't think I'm going to go on much further with this. The point is, should the NCAA and these various programs Seek to make the treatment more equal. Of course. Without a doubt. And as I was listening to all that right there, I was thinking, who is in charge of the NCAA women's basketball tournament? Okay, I know they have someone to do that, as well as the NCAA softball college world series. If they were on the ball with this stuff, And it's not always easy to do because, you know, I've worked in college athletics for many, many years. Yep. But. And and, and let me add, you also work primarily on the financial side. Absolutely. So, you know, these dollars and cents are important. Absolutely. And they should be distributed evenly. But sometimes that's where Title IX can be a detriment to women's sports because let's say for example that the baseball team has the availability of let's just say 20 scholarships Mm -hmm. well if they only award 18 of those scholarships then women's softball can only award 18 of those scholarships so that's where it hurts them and back and forth like that okay back to the NCAA thing somebody needs to get out there and seek out some private donors, some sponsors, get that women's stadium enlarged, move it to a bigger stadium, start ramping up their facilities that the men have, the baseball teams have, and not just let this continue year after year. A good leader would jump all over that. Now, I don't know if they're restricted by the NCAA or not, But if they had a good business person that could get the facility upgraded, get it moved, bring in some local businesses, move it to a bigger city to where you have the dollars available, and start reaching out to private donors. And namely, uh, some of the ladies who have been former collegiate softball players that I'm sure would be more than willing to help. Now, you know, any school, any college, has private donors to athletic departments. And they could do the same thing unless they are bound by the NCAA or some other ridiculous rule that says that they're not able to do that. So if the schools can't do it, if the NCAA can't do it, look elsewhere and make it happen. But yes, they needed to be upgraded at the same time. Uh, level as the men are, you know. If you're gonna you're gonna keep it on a level playing field, no pun intended, but I guess so. And start looking elsewhere. If the NCAA won't do it, you know, we've heard of uh, possibilities of colleges and universities breaking away from the NCAA and starting their own conferences, starting their own. Uh, division that oversees all of college sports because as we've seen now 
a lot of college football players are now able to market their likenesses for their own individual profit. For me, that's a beginning of the breaking away of the NCAA and the rules and regulations. Now, does it jeopardize the amateur status? Possibly. But that, to me, is where a lot of it is starting now. And it, I think it's going to filter and trickle into other sports, you know, the, especially the, the big dollar revenue sports. Not only football, but men's and women's basketball, uh, well, women's softball. I mean, you could go on and on. Let's, um, let's ask our audience to ponder this for the weekend. If you have time, just, just a moment to think about it. And maybe we'll bring it up next week yeah. as well. But bottom line is, whoever's in charge of these things needs to get up off of it and reach out elsewhere. I thought we ought to end the show with a smile or two. Um, <clears throat> I brought in some one-liners today. I did not write these. I just have some in front of me here. Uh, I've not looked at too many of them in advance. Uh, but let's just go back and forth, okay? So uh, we'll take turns. And um, uh, folks, we have about two minutes. What do you get when you wake up on a work day and realize you ran out of coffee? A depresso. I went to see the doctor about my short-term memory problems. The first thing the doctor did was make me pay in advance. (laughs) There's one for Prevagen. I used to breed rabbits. Then I realized they can handle it themselves. (laughs) Mom, I'm a 3D printer. Oh, come on, Tommy. Close the door when you go to the bathroom. Okay. Well, when they manufacture the waste. What do you get when you crossbreed a cow with a shark? I don't know, but I wouldn't enjoy milking it. Barkeep, I'm sorry we never serve time travelers. The time traveler walks into a bar. That's it. Uh... Let's see here. I don't have time to give another one. We're out of time. Have a marvelous weekend out there. <laughs> Yabba. Daba. Dude. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, well, AM right. 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. With COVID vaccinations spreading and businesses reopening, there's a new sign the economy is beginning to regain its footing. The U.S. added 559,000 jobs in May and unemployment dropped to 5.8%. Bank rates Mark Hamrick. Improvement in hiring wasn't quite as robust as many hoped, but it is good to see the unemployment rate slip below 6%. Upward revisions adding 27,000 jobs total to the previous two months move in the right direction, but hardly seismic in impact. The biggest job gains were at restaurants and bars, but Chef Frank Santos is still looking for work in Los Angeles. You have to live basically from charity, you know, that's what unemployment is for me, you know. Apple has a plan in place to send employees back to their old desks. CBS's Jim Crusula. In an email to staff, Apple CEO Tim Cook says workers will be expected to return to their offices three days a week starting in September. Apple has been gradually reopening its retail stores worldwide. All 270 U.S. stores welcomed back shoppers in March. There is a push to convince people to get vaccinated against COVID in southern states where rates are lagging. CBS's Maria Villarreal is in Birmingham, Alabama, a state where less than a third of the population has gotten shots. Dr. Karen Landers is the Alabama Assistant State Health Officer. She says misinformation is driving hesitancy, especially among young people. 
we are concerned that even if we get through this summer with relatively low rates, that we could see an increase in the fall. Vermont, Hawaii, and Massachusetts have the highest vaccination rates. A lot of doctors are wondering why they can give patients flu shots, but not COVID vaccines. Among them, Dr. Alexander Salerno, who has a private practice in New Jersey. If I have the flu vaccine, the pneumonia vaccine, the Gardasil vaccine, the hepatitis vaccine, but I don't have the COVID vaccine, like, isn't that a big one? Twitter has a new feature that lets you delete tweets for a price, but you can't use it here in the U.S. yet. CBS's Diane King-Hall. The service offers perks like an undo tweet feature and bookmark folders. The subscription costs $3.50 a month in Canada and 4 bucks and 50 cents a month in Australia. The company did not say when it will become available here in the U.S. Nickelodeon breaking new gender ground. They were just normal kids. It's adding the first openly transgender kid actor to its live-action show. 13-year-old Sasha A. Cohen debuts in Danger Force later this month. This is CBS News. Looking to hire? Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get up to a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase select Superstart batteries. With the power and capacity your vehicle demands, Superstart batteries are designed for lasting performance and consistent starts. Turn the key with confidence with Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Pull into churches today and experience a true original. Bourbon black pepper smokehouse chicken is 